Today, I'm back for another episode of the Automator series, and I'm very glad to be with Martha Mock. So firstly, thanks so much for taking the time today. Thank you so much for having me. No, I'm really glad. And also our time zones are really close, so we're still fresh and ready for the day. Um, so for those who, who don't know you and the amazing things you're doing, can you kind of just say what's up to everyone and give a kind of a bit of introduction into what you do, the type of coaching you focus on. I think the bottom title gives a, a bit of a hint, but just tell people a bit more about what you're doing and how things are going there. Amazing. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, I help people to have confidence in their life, their relationship and in their business. Coming from someone that who have been in silence for over 30 years, I've been in abusive marriage, I've been bullied at school at a very young age. And the hardest thing for me to admit was being sexually molested. I didn't know coming from that background, I can use my story to help other people, to inspire them to have a voice, to reclaim their voice again. And that's how I started my coaching journey. And from that, I was able to use my uh, business knowledge as well. I have been running my own business for since I was 26, I'm 43 this year. Mm. So I've been running my own business for a few years and have run multiple businesses in my life and when I started my coaching business and people say oh my god how did you get where you are right now uh hitting your target so quickly and mm -hmm. uh, like not to brag about it our coaching in this industry is there's a lot of us out there so how do we make ourselves different is by uh being vulnerable and that was one thing I was definitely not good at mm -hmm. I was someone in silence so learning to be vulnerable starting to share my story is how I got my first client within 10 days of launching my business mm -hmm. within three months I was already at what the dream level everyone wants to have 10k month so I'm very very lucky that uh, within a one year of my business on paper I'm a six-figure coach and I was also um, interviewed by Google Finance to as one of the top 1% business coaches in Australia. So my journey has been from a confident coach into business coaching and I still focus on helping people in their life, their relationship and their business. No, that's that's extremely powerful. And I love the, the bit you mentioned, like, oh, people ask how you kind of went, got to where you are so quickly. It's like, oh, you're the overnight success. But no, it's the three, five other businesses you've started, the 15 years learning all the skills. It's, it's like it all kind of led up to that moment. And that's what like made it that overnight success, as people say. Mm, that's so true because we underestimate how much learning experience we have in our life that mm. we can use to expand ourselves. And by me realizing and linking that together, I was a makeup artist for 16 years. And mm. then I have one like other, other like cafe and wedding shops and things like that. It was not really related to coaching beside the fact that I'm a trainer in hair and makeup too, but I didn't know that I can use that understanding and learning in business and understanding women, how insecure we feel, how worthless we feel, yeah. how not enough we feel and take that understanding into my business so I can hear them, I can support them, I can see what they're going through, putting myself into their shoes so I let them become my hero and I help them to go on to their hero journey. When you say um, put yourself in their shoes, I think that was your wording. Uh, can you mm -hmm. kind of expand what you mean by that? A lot of us, when we are trying to help people, we have a perception of how A, B, C, D, E should be. Mm. 
-hmm. However, that belief is only real to us. It's not real to the person who are we trying to serve. Mm. So instead of putting ourselves into our hero perspective, let's switch that around and focus on our clients, the people who are serving. We put ourselves into their shoes to understand what they're going for, what they're facing, why they're feeling that way. Mm. So stop using perception of as a code. We help them to see the light in them and it helps us to understand what they're going for in order to get them the breakthrough they need. Mm, okay, I I thought it might go in the direction of almost putting yourself back into the, the beginner mindset so you can kind of convey the messages in the ways that they'd understand. Is that also a part of it? Definitely. I always say that it's about mimicking what you're dealing with, mimicking their vibration, mimicking what they're going for, mm. mimicking what the process they have in their head. You only need to be one step further away from your client. But if you are already a man havers, they're at the base, they're not going to be able to be inspired for you to go there because the path of going into the man havers top is too high. But if you can lower yourself to just one step in front of them, you can connect continue to motivate them you can continue to 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 inspire them and when they get their little win along the way that's how they get motivated it's not you sitting there saying hey it's six o'clock get up do your exercise it's nothing like that it's about that hey i got up today i got up at six o'clock now i feel like i wanted to do some exercise and share with you as their coach and say hey look at my win today i did that wow that's amazing that's a really good thing to do now okay so what's the next step that we can do to help you to climb up to the mind efforts that you want to go into mm -hmm. so it's that sort of counter body and understanding build up this such a good bond with you and your clients together and I think that's the differences that I give to my clients it's not just about caring there's mm -hmm. a very fine line between care and control so yeah. I have to awake myself all the time and keep myself in check am I caring or am I trying to control them Mm. You must do this, this, this to get result. You must do this, this, this to get result. You must do this, this, this to get result. No, 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 no. I was controlling. I wasn't caring. Yeah. When I was caring, I need to listen to what are they experiencing. Let them see where they're at. Let them see the uh, consequences of staying in that position and let them say that, no, I want to get out of this. Then that's when you can inspire someone. It's not about giving them the how-to. How-to is what everyone asks for. How do I get more confident? How do I get to uh, 10K month? How do I get to that? It's not about that. It's about knowing that, that person, what is holding them back and what is their clarity? Mm -hmm. What is their money efforts look like? What is the base of what is in the base there that's like chain that is holding them back by looking at those two that's when you can combine it with the how to to get to the, to the sweet spot that they need we don't need to be good at everything but we need to have a sort of balance in the three things that we need to want a business or to in be in the white mindset it's about our belief our want and how to many of us have the belief and the want it only becomes an inspiration. It's like, oh, I see someone can do that. I'm sure I can do it as well. Inspiration rely on willpower. And we all know willpower is very short-lived. So instead of doing that, we need to find out the sweet spot. 
of having the how-to, having the action, having the inspiration, and stay in that sweet spot so we're naturally motivated to do the things that we need to do that is important to us in this very moment. Not 10 years later, not next week, but this very moment. And that's why I find a lot of business owners get confused. It's like they go and do their business card, have their logo and, and everything set up. Okay, so do you have a website? No. Okay, so do you did you promote yourself first? No. But you got all of the other things, pretty things that is ready. Yeah. But you're not doing the main things that you need to focus on your business. It's yeah. getting people to know you getting that client. That's the main focus of opening a business. It's not about that pretty business card you're going to do. It's not about that. It's about getting to people to know you and getting clients for your business. A business is true. A business is not a business without customers. Mm. If you want to run a charity organization, no problem, because I have a nonprofit as well, uh, because it helped me to have that balance of I am getting money in and I don't feel guilty about getting that because mm -hmm. it helps me to support my nonprofit organization. Yeah. So having that balance in place that so we don't want our business like a charity. As an empath, we are too caring, too kind. We can want our business like a charity, but business and charity is a different thing. And helping, supporting and controlling is also a different thing. Yeah, no, I mean, you touched on a lot of really powerful things there. Like what I kind of picked up on was you mentioned kind of finding that like willpower is kind of very temporary. So it sounds like you, you touched on like you need to, when you start working with someone or even just for yourself, it's like knowing your why, like know why you want to get out of the position and like what goal you're, you're working towards. Cause I know for me, that was something I struggled with quite a bit until even now I'm still improving and working on that. It's like, why do I actually want to grow my business? Why do I want to do what I want to do? And yeah. now that I've got a better understanding of that, that's what I found is what keeps me like going through my daily checklist on my wall. Like, okay, yeah. I did this thing. I did that thing. I hate doing that thing, but I still have to do it because it's that's what's yes. going to get me there type of thing. So it sounds like you mm. touched on that and also the accountability from what I kind of heard you saying about your post intent. I'm also getting up at 6 a.m. So it's like, showing them you're walking the walk, but also holding them accountable. It's like, hey, I'm doing it. Mm. Are you also going to be doing it? Mm, exactly. And it's like a lot of people will try to be the expert and to the professional because that's what they want the world to see them in. But inside, they have all this fear about, oh, what happened if I'm not good enough? Oh, what happened if I say it was just like any other people saying, I'm not special enough, I'm not worthy enough. A lot of coaches get, uh, or even business owner, they have that thinking in their head that I need to be the expert in what I'm doing. The truth is that expert title, that professional title does not come from you. It's how people see you. So what you have to do is just to be the best that you are mm. and let other people think what they want to think of you. Because as long as you enjoy what you do, you love and share the passion that you have, that's all you need to be. An expert or not is not going to make your bank account more richer. Mm. It's only going to make you your ego your ego side feels better, but mm. it doesn't necessarily link into your bank account. 
So as a business, wanting, making sure that there's sales coming in, making sure that there's finances benefit in it. That's why we want a business. We have a future, we have a goal into it. And to make sure that where that is coming from and focusing on income producing activity is the focus we need in running a business. Mm. So you, you mentioned, uh, if I understood correctly, it's it's not important that we see ourselves as an expert. It's more important that other people see us as experts. Is that mm-hmm. right? Definitely. We always worry about uh, what other people see us and things like that. Expert or not, it's not going to put more money into my bank account. It's just going to make myself feel a tiny little bit up because other people think I'm an expert. Uh, okay. But expert or not, it doesn't mean anything. It really doesn't mean anything. All I'm trying to do in my business is to help other people, to share what I know, to help them to get their breakthrough. So expert or not does not give me anything. It only helped me in a way that um, I may get a little bit of validation from other people, but is that validation going to be linking into my income producing activity? No, it's not. So if it's not, then why do I put so much stress on being an expert rather than being the best version of myself? Because all I have to do is to be the best version of myself and that expertise will come with time. Mm, okay, so you're saying like ignore even thinking about the, the labels of experts and if other people see us as an expert and things like that, it's like, it doesn't even matter. Exactly, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It feels good to our ego, but it doesn't do anything related to our income producing activity. Yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned earlier, you, you mentioned the, the one of the core things, which I think also would be very useful for people just starting out in coaching mm-hmm. and working online. You mentioned having people know you, if I, if I remember what you said correctly. So how do you actually go about that? Is having people get to know you, build in authority. I'm not sure if you mentioned that specifically but how do you kind of see those type of things? Uh, because I was someone that who are quite scared to show the true face of I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said before, I'm someone that who's been silenced for over 30 years. And the first thing I did was going onto Facebook and did my first Facebook live and just let people know how I sound like, how I look like, and how mm-hmm. that. And there's all this fear about being on camera, but luckily in that sense that I'm used to be on public speaking, I'm uh, an international multi-award winning makeup artist. So I'm on stage and presenting all the time, but it doesn't mean that I don't get scared. Every time that yeah. I go on stage or in front of camera, I have that little hyperventilation going. Yeah. But again, I tell myself I'm looking at one dot, I'm not looking at the world. I'm looking at that little black dot right there. That's Mm -hmm. the only person I'm speaking to. So that mindset shift have helped me to become brave. And the more I do it, the better I get. Gaining authority in the market is about connecting with other people. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do collaboration a lot, just like what we're doing right now here, going onto podcasts, going into summit, having your speaking gig, because using other people's power to help you to become who you are, that expert that you're dreaming to become is a lot faster than you trying to get that recognition. It's about gaining the authority using other people's networking system and to join it together to raise you up. And it's a lot faster than you trying to fight it alone. Yeah. Okay. So connecting with like-minded people who also have networks of their own and coming together to create more value, create more things together 
and that kind of gives you that more uh, outreach. Is that right? Definitely, because for example, I have five, almost five thousand five thousand people into my bank, uh, into my Facebook account. Yeah. You have a few thousand people in your Facebook account. Mm -hmm. As soon as that we did this podcast, it will reach to both of our audience mm -hmm. plus the people that who are outside as well. What's better which than that? Of course, you can do targeted pay advertising. But mm -hmm. if you're doing organically, you need to be able to get into the reach of people that who does not know you as well. Mm -hmm. And what is the fastest way to do it is by doing collaboration. And mm -hmm. in fact, that we're, I'm actually doing a collaboration uh, workshop with two of my girlfriends uh, together uh, and trying to tell people how to use this collaboration method to make your business stronger. Because we all have our strength. We all have our witnesses. Mm. I, I'm terrible at uh, technology. I'm good at mindset. And one yeah. of my uh, friends that we're collaborating with, um, uh, her name is Dawn Rose. She's an expert in funnel. And another girl that we're working with, Melissa, she is an expert in lead generation. Mm. So what's better than us all joining together to do a program to help other people to get what they want? So it's about using your ex. Cell area and peak power because you cannot be good at everything. We mm. all have our strengths and weaknesses. So when we can pull others' people's power together to fill up our weaknesses, and it makes us all too stronger again. Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of that goes back to that saying of like a jack of all trades, a master of none. Like if you try to become an expert at everything, exactly. you just don't have enough time. Like Obviously, when you when you do start your own business, you do have to learn sales and marketing and service delivery. You have to learn a lot of stuff, which it sounds like you did with all those different businesses you were doing and over such a long period. But yeah, it's, it takes time. That's the big thing. It takes time. So it's almost better just to focus on that one thing and find where do you compliment other people and try share what you know about your focus and they share what they know about their focus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it would be great to also link people to that uh, collaboration workshop you're going to be, be running at the end. Yeah, mm, because we are like, think about this way. We are only one person. There's only so much one person know. If we can use de delete, we can delete a certain thing. We can delegate a certain things, which is for other people who can help us. We can also defer something, focus on what is the priority. And other thing is that the, the absolute most important is do it. So that's actually the 4D that it comes from, that we can do it, delegate, defer or delete. So based on that, that's how I run a busy, uh, busy schedule and still surviving and be on top of it. Because uh, burnout and over uh, and confusion is one of the big things that business owners uh, run into. Mm -hmm. We all get overwhelmed with the things that we have to do. We all get confusion about uh, wanting, don't know what is our, our clarity is. We all go into that stage. And that's where, why coaching, uh, having every single coach would have a coach behind them. Literally, they need someone to actually guide them to onto the next stage. And that's why it's good to have that support because we own we don't know what we don't know mm. it's as simple as that there's yeah. no point to pretend that we know something when we really don't know 
So just admit it. I don't know this. Okay, come and help me. Come and help me with my funnel. Come and help me with my social media. And a little bit of the things we can do and learn. And as a new business owner, we all try to learn everything. I'm very technology challenged. And now I have to learn how to use Zoom, how to use Canva, how to use yeah. Calendly and things like that. I'm teaching people what to do. But I wasn't like that 12 months ago. I have to learn everything from scratch. I'm a business person that is face to face. I don't need to do all of that. All my accountants and all my VA, or I got, I got a personal assistant. She go and do all of that. I don't need to deal with invoicing or all of that. I just give it to her. Yeah. But now that like come COVID, everything have changed. Everything went online. So I have to go and learn this. Mm -hmm. And just having that vulnerability of realizing that, wow, I need help. Wow, I, I need a little bit of support. So where can I get that? And not to be afraid to ask, I think is the big thing. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting point you you brought up because I'm also of that same mindset. I'd love to understand. You know, I've gotten much more comfortable in regards to delegating. Just like, hey, I've got this amazing uh, person who helps me named Donna, and I just say, Donna, like, mm. please take this off my plate. Like, and it's so yeah. so helpful. But I still really enjoy knowing at least the base knowledge of certain things. Like, even if I'm going to fully delegate mm. away marketing or content creation yeah. for example i still want to know that i understand it so i can at least be able to have a back and yeah. forth on it i'm not sure how you it sounds like you kind of feel the same way it's like you want to have a base knowledge but then you do want to ultimately mm. delegate it where you can exactly because if as long as i'm my co-managing i'm not getting the freedom i need mm. my time can be used on focusing on income producing activity all the other dedicated work i have a own, my own va company so <laughs> when i do this work i'm like i need a va and then when i have a va i'm like she's amazing okay let's open a company together with her i'm a very business-minded person yeah. so I'm like great we open a, this uh, new va company together to help other people as well so i'm like this is great like i love this work in there and but it's not something I enjoy doing. I can strategize it, but I don't want to be like scheduling polls and doing all of those content. And as long as I can let go of that and trust them enough to do it, then I can free myself to do other things. Because if not, I'm just going to stay there and not move. There's only 24 hours in a day. Every The world is very, very fair. We only get 24 hours. So what do I gonna do in that 24 hours? So as long as I am not micromanaging, I sort of know what's going on and let them do their work and mm -hmm. entrust them enough to do their work. I gain the freedom that I need for my own business. Yeah, but is and it in my just, life too. Is it just what you want to do or is it what you need to do? Because that's something I've thought about. It's like, what what absolutely requires my personality or my skill set? Mm -hmm not necessarily what I want to do. It's like what I have to do because I can't divorce mm. myself from it. Mm. What I have to do is I feel like that beside like on a Facebook live or video or that sort of thing. And the actual coaching side, yeah, that's actually what I need to do because people buy me. But all the other thing like program developing, your funnel setup, your ebook, uh, as long as you've got a juice in it, you can get a copywriter and a graphic designer to deal yeah. with all of those. So you don't have to do it yourself. You just need to be the brain of the business. Mm. Like a lot of people say, don't outsource your marketing. And I believe that is actually why your marketing brain must be you, but you don't need to be the person who's actually doing it. So be the brain of your business, not the worker of your business. That's mm. the difference. 
Yeah, no, that's that's something I've really worked on and kind of started to ingrain in the last mm-hmm. like about a year or so. And mm-hmm. yeah, the the kind of just like room you have to breathe and think, it's 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 amazing. Like you don't even realize mm-hmm. how big of a difference it feels until you actually do that of delegating those first few things and things like that. Oh, definitely. I still remember when all my makeup that the first time I have my assistant following me around, I never turn back. The freedom of having a five minute break, not enjoy and love and knowing that that's better for your business. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's um, also what I found really interesting. It's, I, I, I quite like that we've gone off in this very like, focused direction of almost like just how do you automate everything or delegate everything and one thing I find is also by bringing people into the mix like to take things off your plate Mm. it also kind of forces you to get your stuff together because you're like oh damn I have someone who I'm accountable to now I need to give them things to do I need to give it to them in a structured way it almost like forces you to be more uh directioned with your work and kind of how you describe it out like it needs to be obvious to them this is how you do it these are the steps and if they make a a mistake it's more like I think about now it's like oh I probably didn't explain it clear enough as opposed to the Mm -hmm. some people maybe go like oh why did you mess that up did it I'm just like oh I probably didn't explain it well enough Exactly. And it's all a learning for us as well. And not taking things personally, it's just work at the end of the day. There is always a solution for something. Stressing about it, getting confused, getting frustrated does not help the situation. When we can keep a clear head, a clear mind and giving ourselves that option, Mm. that's when things were starting to come knowing thinking that oh my god that's the end of the day it won't solve the situation it will only create more stress and confusion by knowing that there's always an option we always get what we ask for that's the goal of how i live every single day yeah one thing i'd actually love to kind of step back to quickly um as we kind of start to wrap up is you you mentioned that you've kind of obviously made the not recent, but more recent shift to coaching. And you had mm-hmm. all this business experience behind you already of knowing how to delegate, how to bring people in. For someone who's like just starting out or maybe in the early stages of coaching and they haven't gotten used to delegating or putting processes in place, what kind of, um, like what's your thinking around it? Like when you started down the coaching space, how did you kind of go about, okay, I want to delegate this. This is what I need to have in place. What was your kind of process or thinking um, like that for someone who might just be starting out? Uh, That's just so true because when I first started, I thought that I have to do everything myself as well. First thing, financial situation. I didn't have a lot of money after I paid for my course and it's like, okay, what do I do? So not until I started to get my clients, that's when I started to decorate case stuff. And that's the reason why I developed my coaching Uh, course that is based on helping new coaches to get everything they need to start their business. I don't promise Mm. people you were going to get 10k month like I am, but I will actually help you to tell you what you need for your business. You need social media, you need authority, you need to present yourself, you need uh, VA support, you need uh, accounting support, you need graphic support, 
So I tell you everything that you need instead mm. of just going into a life coaching class and then you learn the skill of doing life coaching or going into an NLP class and say, like, okay, you learn techniques to remove uh, anxiety or stress. That's just the middle part of your business. Knowing how to run your front end and back end of the business is what is actually why a lot of people fail in running their business. It's because they only look at the middle part of their business, not the front end and not the back end. Now, there's a lot of programs and things like that that will help you with your back end of business. I just recently signed up to one called a Coach Box, specially designed for coaches absolutely amazing because it allows me to build my funnels my website all my clients chat or the CRN system uh currently everything is linked in one place payment as well mm. and they allow me to build a membership area for all my courses so everything is in one place from one click of a button instead of 12 different programs that I was using mm. and paying all these little bits everywhere it's yeah. just one thing one monthly fees so much easier to start with so that has helped me to get organized a lot of new coaches when they come out they're like oh I just finished my life coaching courses I have some experience let me go and try and do this and make it as work mm. you have to plan out what you want to do in the front end and what you need to do on the back end. A new business is a messy business. It's like, we don't have everything in place. We have everything in a, like, I call it like a stir fry. So it's like your takeaway box, you go into a Chinese stir fry. Mm. That's what a new business look like. As time goes by, you learn to make it into a Western quality. You have a little flowers there. You have a, a vegetable on one side, your protein on one inside, your dessert is coming on the next plate you know approximately what you want to do and what ultimately and that's the point that when people will be starting doing one-on-one -on -one coaching that is when they're going into a western quality plating finally when you want to move into group coaching or a one to none to many coaching that's when you want to change your business into a fine dining experience everything is in place everything is uh, automation like just mm. like what you said automation putting everything in place uh, so your business can run without you being physically doing it so you only need to be the brain and everything else can support you because you only got 24 hours you don't want to work 26 hours okay your body can't take it your family life will suffer and your own health will actually suffer mm. what is what is money when there's no health when there's no love when there's no family mm. it doesn't mean anything anymore so understanding where you need to go and from disorganized to organize is what i suggest new people uh, new coaches to do find people that who can help you from disorganized to organize having a chat with us it really makes a difference of letting you know because we've been there done that we've done the hard yard so we're not trying to sell you anything, but we just wanted to give you some ideas of where you can go and where you can take your business. I was talking to a coach recently and she said, oh, I have everything in place and things like that, but I think I need to save up $20,000 before I start my business. Mm. And I'm like, huh? why? Oh, that's my safety net of leaving my 95. Okay, wouldn't it be better to open a saving again and keep your 95, have this on a side, one it, so you can eventually get the money that you need to replace your actual income on the 95. Mm. Oh, I never thought of it that way. I said, yeah, that's how you can do it. I always, I'm very honest with our coaching because it's our own business. Anyone who wants their own business, we know that with other external factor can affect us just like COVID. i used to be a makeup artist so mm -hmm. i can't do any makeup because we're locked down at home so yeah. 
like all of that will affect your business. So you need to take in account of it. The good thing about becoming a coach online is you're COVID proof. You can do it in the luxury of your home. As long as you got a laptop, you're good to go. Mm. And that's safe for you to go in. So that sort of thing are some of consideration that you can have when running your business. And seeing that is important financial for your business first. Making sure that you have that boundary of making sure some money is coming in. Then you can start your business on the side. You don't have to be like me, like jumping into the ocean straight away and forgetting about a nine to five. But for me, I was forced into it because I was in lockdown. I'm still in lockdown at the moment. So there's nothing we can do. So what did I do? Lucky, I move on to online last year. I go into a place that allows me to have less restriction Mm. and I can uh, support myself that way. So it's a really good alternative on an uncertainty, uncertain world we're living in right now to having that certainty that we can have an option in everything we do. And that that freedom and that flexibility, I think, is what attracting a lot of new cultures joining our industry. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's an awesome kind of value bomb to, to start wrapping up on in that. I mean, I like the part that you mentioned that even with coaching and even with having someone kind of guiding you there is still going to be a little bit of messiness when you start out in a new business or as a new coach or kind of any venture you go in but you you start out finding kind of what works what doesn't work obviously having someone guide you definitely cuts that learning curve significantly but then especially in the coaching space going from that one-on-one to you can go to the group coaching once you have things dialed in and that's when you start getting very like refined and as you said more like a fine dining experience where like you know the systems you know the processes you know what's Mm. clicking in place you know the gears and you can kind of just start ticking things along from that point so Mm. you you mentioned a few things you mentioned the the coaching box i hadn't heard of that i'm definitely keen Mm. to check that out but if people want to to reach out to you and learn more about what you're doing and the offerings you've got going on your coaching what's the best way for people to connect with you I'm going to share my uh, link tree. If anyone haven't set it up, set it up. Link tree is so good because you can put all your social media in mm. one place. You only need to pe- give people one link and all your social media platform is there. Mm. So uh, you can, I'm going to share with you. And if people search me on uh, on the Google, you look for super confident coach. I'm the first one that comes up in Google. So that was unexpected. It was just lucky that I got it there and I'm the first one to come up. If you search Martha Mock, you'll be able to find me as well. Um, with the coach box that uh i'm one of their brand ambassador i'm going to send you guys a link as well for anyone that who wants to have safe money who want, who are technology challenged like me who want a simple system yeah. that will save their business and allowing them to upscale so they don't have to work harder they can work smarter mm. i highly recommend this program i'm going to share the link with you guys and uh, we can organize a talk and it's like i'm going to share a book with for all of your listeners and readers over there. It's a book that I read up when I was so overwhelmed. So Mm -hmm. when I got overwhelmed with my business because I got too many clients, I was doing 11 calls a day and I'm like, oh my God, it was way way too crazy. And it actually scared me 
from continuing as oh, I need to go to good coaching and things like that. I was starting to push people back because of how overworked I was. So I written a book called um, uh, Golden Tips for Avoiding Overwhelming Feeling for Coaches. Mm. So I wanted to share that book with your audience there and I'll give you guys the link later in the comments Amazing. and they can go in and download the book. And there's a business clarity call in there also that I wanted to offer to anyone. It's completely free. I'm not trying to sell you anything. If you've got a question about your business, feel free to come and ask me because people have helped me before to get where I am right now. Mm. They didn't charge me for it. So I wanted to return this favor to other people who may need that little bit of guidance, that little bit of support to get them through their gridlock, their roadblock, their mm. thinking and their mindset. So I can definitely help you guys with that. What you have you got you stuck for two years or two months, I can solve it in five minutes. Isn't that a lot nicer? Because I've been mm. into your shoes. I was one of you. I've been there, done that. So it's a lot easier for us to share our experience with you. Maybe that will help you. Maybe it's not. I'm not guaranteeing it. But it's better than fighting this battle alone. You are not alone in this journey. We are here to help you. Yeah, it's also the the that um, very powerful mindset of we don't know what we don't know. So it's like once someone mm -hmm. shows us that, we're like, oh, wow, that literally saved me weeks or months or years, like you said, of potentially mm -hmm. going the wrong direction. But yeah, thanks so much for all those uh, absolute value bombs throughout the, the session. I think people are going to have a lot to take away from this, but thanks so much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Automator series as much as I enjoyed having it. And there are two things I want you to do now. I want you firstly to follow me on YouTube, get that subscription in because you're going to see all the new episodes popping up in that case and you can stay on top of the series. And the second thing is I want you to reach out to me. If uh, anything we discussed on the episode today resonated with you in regards to potentially taking a jump into an online spiritual coaching business or you really have a business and you're wanting to grow that out and you're feeling like you could be impacting a lot more lives but you don't quite have the time right now, you don't quite have the freedom you wanted, and you don't quite have those systems in place, I want you to reach out to me. To no pressure, no strings attached. Send me a message on Facebook, LinkedIn, email, whatever you prefer, and we can just have a conversation and a bit of a back and forth in regards to where you're at, what you're looking for, and how I might be able to help you impact more lives with what you're doing.